everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shelley from Ad Advance, and today I am joined by Matt Wickland, also from Ad Advance. Matt, how are you doing today? Doing awesome. Yeah. Moved into the new office, everything's set up, mostly thanks to you. Um yeah, new podcast equipment. Life is good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we've been working through a couple technical difficulties with the <laughs> podcast equipment, when we get these ironed out, it'll be amazing. This episode is going to be perfect because <laughs> this is like the sixth time we've tried recording it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we've only got a minute in each time. So yeah. it ended about here. <laughs> so for this episode, what we really wanted to focus on is overall, we've been seeing a lot of economic headwinds. So we're recording this at the end of October. 2022. And right now we're just seeing a lot of things coming up that are impacting some sellers and brands that we're working with. So just wanted to talk through that and then really pivot and focus on how we can maximize efficiency with our advertising to help offset some of these key headwinds. So I'll just dive into a couple of things that we're seeing right now. So starting on the positive side, we're coming into Q4, which is prime time for many of our sellers. And we start to see those traditional shopping patterns pick up. Um, on the negative side, what we've been seeing is inflation with the economy. We're seeing interest rates go up as the Fed tries to combat inflation. With that comes higher costs of goods sold for some of our sellers. There's still supply chain disruptions that are going on, which is makes it really difficult for inventory. Fees continue to go up for different sellers. And at the same time, it can be really tough on the pricing side to increase prices as people lose discretionary spending and you know people are cutting back a bit too seeing these different trends with the economy so overall there's been a lot of key pieces that at the end of the day really impact margin and overall sales flow for different sellers and so we've been seeing that like, for some products um, especially on the margin side where things seem to get be getting compressed and so that's why we really wanted to focus on like advertising What's some key things that we can do with advertising? Obviously, that eats up some of the margin that you get and impacts overall profitability. But there's many different impacts and strategies and pieces that we can put in place um, to try to maximize our efficiency, which reduces our overall impact to margin. So um, that's key things that we wanted to focus on today. So, Matt, if you're talking to a client. And they say, you know what, I'm getting squeezed on margin. Like what's things that we can do to be more efficient with our advertising? Like where do you start? Yeah. I mean, the first place that I'd probably go would be budget. Like just globally, how much are we spending relative to our total sales? Given the overall account, how we're performing today, what are we allocating to advertising? I'll never say stop advertising. Henry Ford has a quote. This is long ago, but he's, he said, stopping advertising to save costs is like stopping your watch to save time. Amazon, as we know, is incredibly competitive and it's not entirely pay to play, obviously, but like your ad spend has a multiplying effect on your organic sales. It's like how the majority of the top half of the page is dedicated to ads and it's a really important aspect of managing a successful, profitable Amazon business. Sure. That said, you need to look at how much you're budgeting and how much you're allocating to advertising spend. And then kind of down the road, where are we allocating it? How is that ad spend performing? Mm. So I'd say like the first place I'd start would be, what are my gross margins before advertising spend? And that helps me determine how much am I willing to advertise 
uh, allocate to advertising initiatives. Sure. So a great budget metric, not necessarily a great performance metric, is TACOS, total advertising cost of sales. And that's your ad spend divided by your total sales. So you can look at trailing numbers, say trailing 30, and look at how much you're allocating of your revenue to advertising. How does that compare to your margins? Is that a healthy, sustainable level? Sure. Um, from there, you can choose maybe to uh, retrench and walk down your tacos a little bit, see what sort of immediate effect that has on advertising performance. You know, longer term, there could be implications for organic sales due to like effects on order velocity, but benchmark your ad spend against total sales to get an idea of how you're running. Is that sustainable and take it from there? Sure. Yep. Yep. So overall, it's looking at, yeah, because if you look at tacos, that's going to be the overall margin that you're giving up to advertising yeah. on your overall sales and overall sales, including both total sales and organic sales. And so if we can reduce that margin in the short term, we're going to increase profits. And the, the key question with reducing tacos is that we could reduce tacos to zero today, <laughs> um, but we're going to lose that, the ad sales that go along with that. And then we're also going to lose the potential like you know sales velocity ranking impacts further down the road and everything too and so for tacos it's a good like long-term metric to help set overall goals and a great budgeting tool you know the other instance that we always point to is that yeah i could give you a tacos of whatever you tell me to do but i could be targeting the most irrelevant terms in the world and actually not driving any results or any ad sales from that so you know if you're selling a hundred thousand dollars organically we could get a 10 percent tacos by spending ten thousand dollars but having no contribution to your actual sales overall and so tacos is a great budgeting metric um, but also not a great efficiency metric overall yeah and so that's where we always want to take both the the tacos but starting at the budget i feel like is a great spot to start and now you can start to walk through like prioritization on you know how you try to reduce that tacos or different tools and tactics that you can use to try to become more efficient which naturally helps tacos yeah yeah and Maybe even before we get to that tacos equation and, and budgeting, um, I feel like I say this in every episode, but knowing your inventory status is so important and knowing like your organic churn, your like how quickly you expect to sell out and how quickly you can replenish inventory sure. is so important too. Like we're talking about margins and like the most productive use of your advertising spends mm -hmm. and resources as a whole for your business. Like, if you are going to sell out and you can't can't restock in time, like that needs to cascade into your budgeting decisions. There's no use in paying for advertising to accelerate like an out of stock status for your products. Sure. Like that's completely, you know, your listing's totally down, you're losing a hundred percent of your organic uh, of your order velocity. Like don't pay to accelerate an out of stocks position for your account. So yep. Know your inventory, forecast your, your turn, and budget accordingly. If you're going to run out of stock, like slow your advertising spend. If you're going to run out of stock organically, 
stop your advertising spend. Yep. Yep. And you started out saying you're never going to tell people to stop their advertising, <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely do. And it's cases like that where if you're going to run out of inventory, like, and you're going to do so organically, like definitely stop advertising. Why give up that margin on advertising to go out of stock more quickly? So something to definitely keep in mind is you're going into Q4 and sales velocity really picks up. If you feel like you're going to run out of inventory on some of your products like, and you're going to do that organically, that's a great spot to stop advertising that helps your overall tacos you're going to run out of inventory anyway why give up that extra margin on ads ad spend that you don't need to totally yeah so all right so somebody comes to you and they say all right i want to reduce my tacos and i need to cut it a couple percent where do you go next sure so there are a couple different avenues i could take this uh it's a good question I would go like a bit more global to start and just look at like, you know, taco tacos at the product level for sure. How much reinvesting for specific ASIN, but diving more into the actual performance, the actual efficiency of your campaigns. Sure. Where are you bleeding the most? There could be valid, you know, beneficial reasons towards like high ACOS campaigns or tactics, you know, sure. um, but in the sake of improving efficiency, go where there's material spend and go where there's materially poor results and cut that spend first. Sure. There are a ton of like efficiency best practices that we can put in place to improve the performance of stuff that's already running. Mm -hmm. But if there are certain campaigns that are just bleeding, um, that's, you know, the first spend you should look at cutting. Yeah. So checking ad types. And I think one thing, like it's really looking in so starting higher level, which is what you're getting at, like, and looking at, all right, different campaigns that are bleeding, but then what strategies are they tied into? So if it's new product launch, if we look just at a cost, it's going to look bad most typically from the start. Cause you're just trying to like the, the initial, when you get these new launch campaigns going, you're trying to establish that initial sales velocity and get things like reviews as people buy your products and so you know the key thing for your initial advertising is not a solid a cost and so i think one initial review is looking at your overall strategic goals for your advertising to make sure they still align in this economic environment yeah. so do i really feel comfortable dropping 30 percent of my advertising budget on these new product launches that i have that right now aren't establishing a huge amount of profit or maybe you're okay with that and taking the longer term approach but i think the initial like review is all right let's break down the key strategies that we have or the key goals that we have for our advertising and make sure it still makes sense today with what we've seen with overall margins and just where the economy could or could not be going. Um, you know, it, some say if you read different articles, some say it's time to like batten down the hatches and other people are saying now is a great time to invest when other people are not. So I, I think the key thing is just taking a step back first, looking at the overall strategic goals and making sure you're aligned. And then from there, you can start to really dig into the, those campaigns that say if they're new product launches, maybe I reduce my budget there and really focus on the profit drivers right now and take a longer term approach with those product launches as, as I go. Totally. Yeah. And on the subject of like product mix and like ad mix where you're allocating your do dollars in terms of, of your, the ASINs advertise queue, whatever. Um, I think that's a really worthwhile review too. One of our clients dubbed this term, he calls it the Tinder analysis. And basically like that's his coin term for, um, 
the ad that we the ad reviews that we do for his variations. So he has a lot of products with you know five to ten child ASIN grouped under a parent, and we're continually reviewing like what product is driving the best click throughs, what product is driving the best conversion rates, without in terms of advertising, in terms of total sales, and figuring out how can we put our best foot forward first. So showcase the product that's most likely to lead to sales, whether it's for that ASIN or a halo sale for another ASIN in their catalog, like what's get gets people interested, interested in their product, that specific product or their brand as a whole. Sure. He calls it a Tinder analysis because like your Tinder profile, you want like your best photo first, you know, like to draw people in (laughs) and then you can kind of showcase some unique personality (laughs) aspects or whatever. I don't, I'm not on Tinder, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sounds right. Yeah. It's a fun, fun term basically to to look at your ad mix. What variations, like what child is in drive the best results Sure. and how can we leverage that and allocate more ad spend, ad spend to that and go deeper without one ASIN leading to, you know, cross sales and stuff like that versus going super wide and allocating an equal amount of ad spend to every ASIN. Sure. Yep. Yep. And I think that's a great way to go. You're going to have some hero ASINs, which drive the majority of your profit. You're going to have some other ASINs that you're trying to launch and push right now. Um, and so again, it goes back to looking at your performance as a whole. What are you comfortable in with like for more longer term investments, really trying to push these new products and get them established more at the same time? Yeah. Maybe we can leverage some more of those hero ASINs to try to bring, bring people in the brand. And then we can use other strategies like cross-selling strategies yeah. that we have with advertising to then once they're familiar and now we can upsell them to these other or cross-sell them to these other products that we have in the brand. Yeah. So when you're doing your Tinder analysis, like a couple of the things that we really like to, to look at are the ratio metrics. So like click-through rate, clicks to impressions, what drives the most click-throughs, that's going to drive a lot more awareness, a click-through and a detailed page view versus just seeing the product in search, conversion rates. So advertising conversion rates, orders over clicks. And then also on the overall account side, unit session percent, that's like the overall account conversion rate metric or order item session percent is is a great one too. So yeah, like those are great metrics to review (laughs) along with volume. (laughs) Solid finish there, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So I think the overall account review and then going product by product and looking at your strategy there is really key as you go for specific like advertising strategies. You know, another one that I would definitely look at too, from like a short term versus long term perspective is like things like branded search. Um, so if we just look at the metrics for branded search itself, ACOS is going to look really good, but people are highly likely to convert and you could be cannibalizing some of the sales there. So that could be another strategic decision that you look at and see, all right, I'm currently spending X amount on branded search and then Y amount on category or more general targeting. You know, maybe I can move the allocation or I could cut back on branded search a bit and do some tests there. I could save on spend. Again, a lot of these decisions are trade-offs and it could be short-term versus long-term. And a lot of these are tests too, as you look at it to try to determine where am I allocating my budget if I'm trying to cut overall budget and really you're trying to reduce budget with the least amount of impact that you have to your overall sales, both short and long-term. Yeah. There are a ton of benefits associated with brand defense, even though they do 
you know, cannibalize some organic sales in most cases. Mm. Um, we've covered those ad nauseum in a lot of other episodes. So <laughs> I won't get into the, I'll, I'll try to keep myself from going down that path, I guess. But the Tinder analysis, that ties into brand defense too. So like if you're looking to limit brand spend, branded spend, one of the approaches that you could take is you don't need to necessarily own the full top of search gambit, uh, like all four ad placements or whatever Amazon serves. You could choose to maybe like if you're going to pair it back, go more narrow with your ad mix. So you're only owning one of those positions. Sure. You know, but just go with the like, higher highest yeah. converters there, so yeah. you don't you're not losing as much on that. I'm just talking on the fly here too, making <laughs> stuff up as I go. Not really. Um, but I guess the counterpoint to that is like you're only paying for the click, so sure. chances are they're only going to click one of those branded placements. The counterpoint to that yeah. would be, well, some are going to convert better than the others, and so some may make sense. And so if I want to cut some spend, why not invest it on the best performer? Right. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we counterpointed your counterpoint. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's another good strategy. So you're seeing we're, we're talking about a lot on like spend allocation as we go. What's some other things that you would look at more like specific getting into like general tactical strategies? So we determine high level like, all right, we want to allocate this much to these key products. Let's cut back product launches a bit, but we want to be solid on this and this. We're good with our branded spend that we have here. Now, what's other things you look at to try to maximize efficiency? So I feel like bid optimizations implied as part of this conversation, right? Like you're, sure. you talked about goals a little bit earlier on and setting like the right ACOS targets, setting the right efficiency goals for your brand based on the strategy a little bit. We've covered that a lot in previous episodes too. Bidding, like just make sure your bidding's on point, that you're optimizing around like well-found principles and you know, optimizing towards some efficiency target that's reasonable. Sure. Utilizing bidding by placement, your placement settings uh, is super important for efficiency. Like top of search, even though you're maybe paying 60, 70% more, tends to outconvert the other ad placements by 100%. So it's actually more cost effective. Like yep. understand how placements perform for your sponsored product campaigns, especially since they drive the majority of volume and optimize those placements around conversion rate and ACOS disparities well. Yep. It's a fundamental, it's really important. When you're talking about bid optimization, if I look at the whole landscape and tools that we have at our disposal right now, I would say one big one, if you're really focused on efficiency and just in general right now, is utilizing hourly data yeah. through Amazon Stream. So we have our streamlined system that we developed in-house where we're pulling hourly data and then we're optimizing based off of conversion rates by hour. You don't necessarily have to do that to take advantage of this, but we covered this in the stream episode, but there are such big changes during the day in terms of conversion rate. So it, it just, you know, think about it. How likely is somebody to purchase after clicking at 2 a.m. versus at 9 a.m.? So 9 a.m. generally going to be much more likely to click and purchase. And so if we're trying to increase our overall advertising efficiency, being able to advertise or being able to own the impressions when people are most likely to lead to a sale is going to have a huge impact. And so we're seeing dramatic impacts in terms of conversion rates throughout the day. And then also in cost per click throughout the day too, which is really interesting. And I did not expect that it would tail off as much as it does throughout the day because a lot of people are running out of budget 
Um, and so there is just so much opportunity right now if you can take advantage of these trends. Like everything in Amazon, when it's new, there's not a lot of people who are initially utilizing it. So that's when your biggest opportunity is going to be there. We're seeing that right now. Um, as more and more people catch on, that opportunity is still going to be there like it is for like something more simple like top of search. But the opportunity tends to get more narrow over time. And so I think that's one big thing, whether you use continuous bidding like we do or even if you can just implement day partying to hit those main times of the day where people are most likely to convert. We've got some great studies on when those are. Um, but just throwing that in, that's one of the biggest opportunities I see right now or continue to ramp and ramp up the moves that we're making based off of these different trends because we're seeing some huge opportunity. Yeah, like just to add some perspective to that 2 a.m. versus 9 a.m. comparison that you made, um, at 9 a.m., you're paying like, you know, on average, roughly 10% less per click. CPC is about 10% lower at that hour versus the overnight hours. Yeah. Not quite to that level on average, but nearly. And conversion rates almost twice as high during that period. Like, it's just, it's crazy how much better the metrics are and how much they vary throughout the day. Sure. And you said this a bit too, like the market hasn't adopted hourly bidding changes and like taking these hourly trends into account to a large degree. And Amazon's all about competitive advantages. Like that's one way to turn your advertising into a competitive advantage, like doing something that your competitors aren't it costs you less, it earns you more, let them bleed. Like, it's just such a great opportunity right now. Sure, sure. So uh, we're getting closer to the end. Any other key items that you'd recommend that people look at when trying to maximize efficiency overall? Yeah, so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think just taking it back to the basics, like, understanding your product catalog and the metrics associated with your catalog and doing that Tinder analysis and always putting your best foot forward with the best ad types and, you know, figuring out what works and pushing it in every available placement. We haven't really talked about that. Like that, that's a major piece too is search term harvesting and funneling, like integrating targets across your campaigns. Sure. If something performs well with sponsored product, product targeting, it's probably going to perform well with SD product targeting too. Yeah. So just figure out what really moves the needle for your brand and then find out how to scale that and multiply it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, I mean, just going through and summarizing what we covered here. So with, if you're looking at trying to maximize efficiency for your advertising, which we're always trying to do, but if you're, if you're looking at trying to cut back more, maybe cause you're getting squeezed by margins or inflation or different things like that, really start high level first and take a look and break down your advertising based off of the different products and the different strategies that you're implementing. And from there, before you even start digging into the advertising tactics, now it's looking into, all right, do I feel good with how much I'm spending on product launches versus really driving my established products? And once you get that breakdown on where you feel you should be overall, and you can work with different people on your team or people like us with that too, then at that point, now it's starting to get into some more of the tactics and strategies. Um, so bid optimization is going to be huge. Utilizing items like hourly data where you can get a good advantage right now is also really big to maximize efficiency. And then other fundamentals like funnels and all the key pieces that we've covered in earlier episodes too to make sure that you're fully optimized. Um, all these things add 
that up, but at the end of the day, start higher level and make sure that you're good from a strategic standpoint on where you're sitting overall, and then let that, let that cascade down into specific actions that you have. So, and then, uh, you know, last item that I'll, I'll just say is, you know, for items like streamline or hourly data, especially as we come into Q4, if you're looking to implement something like that, or want us to do a, a review and see what things look like and see if there's opportunity with the account, feel free to head over to Ad Advance and you can go to our free campaign review tool, or you can reach out on any, any one of the contact forms and we'd be happy to do a free account review. Just take a look as you know, Q4 is coming up, high traffic periods are coming up, and margins are just becoming even more and more important. Happy to take a look and see if there's any key opportunities there to clean up. Pro bono, no strings. Yep, yep, exactly. So, well, as always, really appreciate you listening to this episode of the Ad Project Podcast, and we look forward to you listening to the next episode.